Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's meeting 13 of Football Land. My name is Anthony Richardson. I am the CEO of Football Land. My name is Mark Davison and I'm the Lord Ride Chief Boss Engineer. And I am Ryan Baxter and I do everything else. And we've been given $1 billion accidentally by the state of Qatar for a football themed theme park in Qatar for the World Cup in Qatar. And it's called Football Land and there's no gap between football and land. There if is there is, it's a tiny, imperceptible, wee font Big space size gap. one gap. And here's a list of the rides we've come up with so far. The Leicester City Fairyland, the Tunnel of Wagner slash Donald slash Joachim Love, Jimmy Conrad's Conrad Biscan 3000, Steve Mechanical Bull, Marek Larwood's Football Hunger Games, Sir Alex Ferguson's Mind Game Simulator, Nimmo Dudra's Betrail Monorail, Ascofiation Noshball, Steve Cabaret, the School Sports Football Simulator, All Dummets, Meat and Potatoes Miniature Funfair, Hasta La Vista Baby, the Eric Cantona experience, Wags Corner, Zinedine Zidane's Mamma Mia Mayhem. Crash Bang Benjamin Massey. Benjamin Massey is coming to get you. The Watford manager Whack-A-Mole. Marco Silva, Bish Bash Bosh. Nigel Pearson, Under the Cosh. Kike Flores, Will You Poo in the Hole? This is Watford, Whack-A-Mole. Wayne Lineker, Wayne's World. We've got a wonderful meeting coming up. An exciting guest. Mark, you've drilled some air holes in that testicle, Green Ring. Reluctantly, yeah. Wayne Lineker's not happy. Well, he's suing us, but... uh... Okay. We've got a billion dollars, so I don't care. Uh, we've got a couple of good ride ideas, but first, sadly, Ryan, you have you have some terrible news. No, not sad. No, good news. Good news this week. I bet I've got as a sponsor. Amazing. Yeah, it's Jurex. Jurex. The sex bags. Yeah, they want to ride um, that's sexy but safe. And, well, we do one of those things, don't we? So Safety, we're very safety conscious, yeah, but I'm not sure uh, we do sex. We do football, we don't do sex. There's there's no crossover uh, between football and sex. Almost all our rides are horrendously dangerous and they're almost all very, very, very sexy. Name one ride we've got that's sexy. The Wagner Tunnel of Love. Okay, apart from that, that's functional sex. Steve Mechanical Ball. I mean, he's naked. We've lubed him up. There's nothing wrong with clinging onto a naked man with a detachable penis. He's got a, he's got a detachable penis. There's the, the Betrail monorail. There's the, the chugging your in-laws way to get into the park. You've managed to get some ASMR into a, a Newcastle carnival. All of those are fun, fun ideas, fun family ideas. I don't see anything sexual about any of those. I know what you're going to say next. In Be The Ball, you can listen to Sir Jeff Hurst 
and his wife in the 60s making love. That was on the list, yes. It's educational. All right, what's your idea? It better not be sexy. Well, I was thinking sexy and safe. We put them together. We, we're covering lots of bases when people get a little bit bored, a little bit idle. And I was thinking uh, red light district, but legal, sexy, safe, a bit like in Amsterdam. We could theme it Dutch, you know, like total smut ball. OK, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I don't quite know how how Durex itself is going to be involved. I mean, and 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 we keep it family friendly. I mean, do do we fob the kids off and tell them it's very chewy chewing gum or something? I don't know. They're not going to eat condoms. What What do you mean? They're not going to eat. Con- you don't just give them out to people like sweets. That we have a red light district. In the corner where children can't go. Children can't buy condoms, can they? You've got to be over 14. Have you? Couldn't we brand Wags Corner Jurex? The Jurex Wags Corner. The Jurex. I, I don't know if Rosie Holt will be happy with that. I'm not sure. I think you have to come up with a new idea right. to be sponsored by Jurex. Neither of them want to be fobbed off, you know, onto someone's back. Definitely. Mate, all right, Ryan, yeah. on one condition... It's just condoms. It's not lube. It's not any of the other smutty products that Durex have. I'm talking those rings. You know those rings that you put around your penis and they're vibrating? Not ribbed. I don't even know what that is. No ribbed. Just functional condoms, please. You know, ones that they give out free on the NHS. I don't know if Durex even make these, but no bum eggs. I don't want bum eggs anywhere near this park. Uh, Okay. Have a think and, uh, yeah, go away. But no, exciting investment opportunity. Can't wait for that. Thank you, Ryan. Cheers. Thanks, All right, then. Cheers. See Thanks. Ya. Thank, right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mark, you have a wonderful idea. Yes, my right idea for this week is Luis Suarez's Pac-Man maze. Mm. Okay, Luis Suarez has bitten other players. Not not once. In fact, not even twice. He's bitten other players in full view of the cameras Thrice. three times. Many would say that's three times too many for biting another human. So this kind of makes a fun feature out of that by putting the player, you are Luis Suarez, you're in the maze, you've got to collect mini footballs, but the players he bit, Giorgio Chiellini, Branislav Ivanovic and Otman Bakal, they are the ghosts hunting you down, like revenge styling. Okay, yeah? they're ghosts, so you killed them by biting them? What's the narrative here? Uh, no, he didn't. I mean, that would be a career-ending controversy if he bit them to death. Sepsis, was it? Rabies. Well, do they need to be dead? Well, you've just told us they're dead. They're ghosts. Well, they're they're ghosts. That's different, isn't it? Is that the same as being dead? A sort of limbo land, isn't it, being being a ghost? I mean, is that the same as the undead? They sound more like zombies, don't they? Yeah, I think I think you're right. They're sort of zombies. Is this explained in the queue? It could be actually. Yes, that gets that gets you once you're in the maze. You don't want to be bogged down with narrative backstory, do you? Let Let's explain it to them in the queue. What are you told in the queue then? That Luis Suarez killed three people and now they're out for revenge. I think subtler than that. I think maybe you have to read a pamphlet describing the nature of purgatory and notions of of the afterlife and. Floating as as a restless spirit. If we can condense that philosophical concept into as short a pamphlet as possible, we don't want people to be, you know, we don't want to hand them textbooks that they've got to wade through before no. they go in for a bit of fun. Yeah, but, but nonetheless, in right, Pac-Man, when, when they come and hunt for you, you've got to evade the ghosts. But then when you eat like a cherry or something, 
Yeah. They turn into zombies and then you can go and eat them and kill them. Yeah. So you're explaining to the queue via a pamphlet that Luis Suarez has killed three people, but they're not dead. They're in limbo and they can be killed again. He's going to kill them again. They're only edible some of the time. Yes. They, they will eat you unless you're eating them. Right. It is... I mean, thinking about it now, all those hours I spent in the arcade in the 80s playing Pac-Man, I could have really done with someone explaining what the hell was going on. Are there not four ghosts? There are, right. yeah, yeah, there are four So who's ghosts. the fourth? He didn't, did he kill anyone else? Uh, could we get him to bite someone else? Yeah, that would give us a fourth Could we ghost? pop over to La Liga and spread some of that spreadable chorizo on people? Maybe like, what is it, Sobrasada? Put get a bit of that on the shoulders. Tapenades, they go for that in Spain, don't they? Well, who? Sorry, who is who's the fourth ghost? Then we're not. I mean, do we get the ghost of a just a normal player like Stanley Matthews or someone? Luis Garcia scored a ghost goal. Perfect, and he's called Luis. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think in the pamphlet you just need to make crystal clear that Luis Suarez never bit or killed Luis Garcia. Yeah, that that will be like an addendum at the back of the pamphlet what, what happens if you go off the edge of the screen because you come back the other side we can't do that really in in a real life game of pac-man we can't so i'm guessing if you go charging off the edge of the maze you just back out in the park and you get you go in the game's over right that's a bit of an anti-climax isn't it just feed someone in the other side like uh two cues double cue it would be great if we restricted this ride to identical twins because then for anyone watching the game it would look like the same player had gone out one side and come in the other side. Is that necessary if everybody's dressed as Luis Suarez? Or, or maybe everyone's wearing those T-shirts that uh, Kenny Dalgleish made everyone wear to say he wasn't racist. I like the twin idea, though. OK. All right. Well, lovely. Yeah, let's vote on that. All in favour of Luis Suarez's Pac-Man say aye. 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 Congratulations, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you've got some engagement, some engagements come in. Yes, we've been sent a song, a two-minute song. I mean, I think he was going for a jingle and it just got out of hand. So right. This is two minutes of musical genius uh, from someone in the Dordogne calling himself Crispin Quinn. Crispin, Crispin Quinn. Quinn. Crispin Quinn. Crispin Quinn from the Dordogne. Chris Penguin. Chris Penguin from the Dordogne. The Dordogne's Crispin Penn. Um, anyway, let's let's hear it. Stuck in the desert with nothing to do. Come and see us, you know you want to. Rising up from out the sand. It's time to visit Football Land. Football Land, that's a mother bipping name. Football Land, cause the other parts are shame. Football Land is a mummy jamming name. Football. Restaurants, bars and dodging cars If you're not far from Doha Come and say aloha Ride and slide and so much more You can even bang your sister-in-law Performance enhancers Topless dancers Outrageous diving Drunk driving Stay up all night Have a food fight Bad behaviour of every persuasion Try your hand at tax evasion You can swing on Stiefel's pole Get shot out of Wagner's or Donald's Or Joachim's love pole 
What? Right. That is something special, isn't it? I have a couple of questions. I, I, I slightly question his decision to bleep out the word sh but swear in safe ways elsewhere. I don't, I don't mm. quite understand the logic of that. Yeah. And also free parking. We've never said it's free parking. No, we did He's not. just lost us a lot of revenue. Who said it was free? You can't park for free at a hospital. Why are you going to park for free at football land, for goodness sake? It's the Matthew Whitworth car park as well isn't it i mean he's going to be livid as well it is the matt whitworth car park we'd have to ask him so yeah no uh, for that reason i'm still in but in reluctantly yeah i'm in but i'm fuming so for this section of the meeting you've got an idea anthony i have yes i've got an idea and i think it's a good one you'll remember a famous person once said you can't win anything with kids that man was, that Gandhi? was Gandhi and Alan Hansen paraphrased him. Yeah. Alan Hansen, of course, said that before Man United won lots of stuff. I'm not sure why he said it, but you can't win anything with kids. Man United did win with kids. Yeah. They had lots of children winning things throughout the 90s and the 2000s. There are many youth team tournaments that are, in fact, won by non-adults as well. Children or kids to you and me. Yeah. And Alan Hansen has forgotten that children can win things in underage groups. And that leads me to believe that Alan Hansen was either never involved in youth football, he was robbed of a childhood, or in fact he was never born a child. Is there every chance he was born fully formed? Exactly. I'm creating Alan Hansen's Lost Childhood Youth Team Tournament. It's a huge tournament, um, very big tournament. I, I, I'm not sure if you remember those summer five-a-side tournaments organised by Shoot or Match Magazine. Oh, yes. Um, yes. In the summer, so the, the ground was very hard. Uh, you had to use part of a cricket field um, where the goals used to be, but they've been put away for the summer. Um, you forget to wear any sun lotion, so your legs are, are peeled with sunburn afterwards um, if you fall over it really hurts you're going to graze all sorts of knees it's relentless it's high intensity football because the ball bounces everywhere yeah. and your thighs get grazed your thighs always get grazed your thighs yeah. mark your thighs um, yeah, we need thighs. to get in about 32 teams playing every day and just have Everyone watching this youth tournament and having fun watching child's football. Um, all presided over by a giant fibreglass Alan Hansen looking down disapprovingly Lovely. at children playing football. Maybe Alan Hansen has turned away. So it's a giant Alan Hansen with his arms folded, deliberately not looking. Yeah. Perhaps we hire these children in for a year contract. Yeah. So they're playing every day. It, it never changes. But I think there'd be a nice option for the managers to be re revolving and guests get to be the managers. Someone's dad is always the manager of a youth team tournament um, team. Yeah. So get anyone whose dad is there at the park. If you're a dad and you want to manage some children playing football, you want to shout at them, you want to shout offside when it's not offside, you want to keep yelling foul throw, yep. then this is the perfect opportunity. We want these children to be embarrassed by the shouting of the, the, the dad managers. So we need totally, shouty yeah. dads, shouty dads. So if you can earmark, as soon as dads come into the park, 
with the, if they're yelling at their families for no discernible reason, then, you know, pull them to one side and say, hey, we've got the perfect experience for you. You can shout and you'll be loved for it. I mean, I think that these kind of shouty dad managers, they had massively over idealistic expectations, didn't they? They they thought they were managing in in the like Champions League semi-final or something where you know it's in fact five aside kick around for the cub scout we need a massive child don't we a massive child for each team there's always a big child and is that because he's in the wrong age group no no he's just grown too he's grown too much he's grown too much well, almost adult size even in sort of under eights it just pushes people over by the face. Yeah. Similarly, could we have a, a, a person who's clearly over the age limit, but they've doctored their birth certificate? And could they be um, the same size as a child? So maybe we, we hire small people, but they, they've got very wizened, wizened faces. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what about the, the goalkeeper? That was always a problem position at, at youth level. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be a goalkeeper who usually plays in goal. It should be a child no, who um, is only in goal because the regular goalkeeper is actually on holiday that week. What about the quiet dads? There's there's a lot of quiet dads that are always right, but sort of out of earshot, well away from the shouty dad usually in the car on the way home. Yeah. So uh, I guess if you get some quiet dads through the turnstiles, maybe um, after the tournament's finished, they can drive drive one of the children back to a, a pretend house and just tell them what they should have done, um, but in a quiet and respectful manner. Um, so we need... Well, say if there's one child per team getting embarrassed, that's 32 children... Um, then we need 32 quiet dads to drive these ashamed children to a pretend house. So we need 32 pretend houses, 32 cars. On yeah. the subs bench as well, there, there could be, I mean, the five-a-side teams I played in, they always had a player who was potentially amazing, just couldn't be bothered, just didn't like football enough. If he could be bothered, he, he'd be amazing, like a miniature Gascoigne, but he was more into cricket or dinosaurs or something doesn't sort of play organized football but around the garages is otherworldly but how do you get that across to the paying guests that just the child who's not playing is really good have it on a badge yeah okay have it on a badge yeah that's fine there's also at these tournaments there's always a rumor goes round that someone on the other side even though he's nine years old he's on chelsea's book yeah and can we can we hire um a few of the people that come through the turnstiles we get them involved they can be scouts because there's always the rumor of yeah, a scout always a scout up and if we can't get proper scouts we could get scouts to play scouts yeah so we need to get scouts who are scouting for those scouts scouts if alan hansen was indeed never born a child and he's a sort of benjamin button type character we've not seen him for a little while and and i think that might be because he's now in his childlike stage so yeah alan hansen could appear in his own lost childhood youth tournament in and i think we need some kind of musical finale for that because when he takes the field we need to feel it would he set out to prove his own theory by deliberately throwing games though oh probably it doesn't detract from how special his appearance would be but just wondering what his attitude's going to be it would be nice if uh, the statue had like a redeeming moment at the end where he realizes that you can win things with kids so in the final um, say the winning goal goes in and, um, you know, we've got the child, Alan Hansen, running around the field. But how about that we make the 
giant fiberglass statue of Alan Hansen who's turned away, mechanical, and it turns towards um, the the players, and he actually not only awards them the cup, but also gives them just a big fiberglass hug and a wink. Is it possible for? the giant fibreglass Alan Hansen to turn round slowly and then the five-year-old Alan Hansen to crawl out of one of the eyes yeah. as, and, and, and slide down the face like he's a, he's a tear. The adult Alan Hansen is crying a little Alan Hansen who then slides onto the pitch, wins, and then hugs his adult self. I mean, yeah. th- this is we're in the realms of beautiful poetry. It's, Spielberg-esque. Yeah, it's the peak. The pieced, the resistance of mm. him, just yeah. like a face pieced. Yeah, um, the face pieced. Yeah, yeah the pieced. Yeah, a red mm. run. The face because Liverpool is the face piece on on this ride mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's that's that, and I'd like you to vote on that. So all in favour of Alan Hansen's lost childhood youth team tournament featuring a giant fiberglass Alan Hansen and a child Alan Hansen who floats down from the tears of the fiberglass Alan Hansen. Say aye. Aye. I'm really pleased with that. Thank you. Very strong. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One, two, three, it's the international break. I grab your passport, don't be late. Don't nobody know, I don't want to go. It's the international break. Have you got an injury I could fake? Have you? Hey, hey I need one place I don't want to go. Ryan, you're back. You're pleased. You've been looking at Durex for a long time on the internet. What have you found? So I'm just going to start spitballing some ideas at you. This is just 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 bear with me because I, I I don't want any interruptions because this is going to be difficult. Sure. Rude Van Nipple Boys. 
I like it. Yeah, that's good. No idea what it is. Uh, Lovely. Yeah, next. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll keep Peter Bearded Sleaze Ladies. Yep. Again. So it's Peter, it's a bearded Peter Le- Beardsley showing off ladies, or are the ladies bearded and Peter Beardsley's welcoming them? Both. A lady who looks like Peter Beardsley, that's, that is quite something. Okay, I'm on a roll. Next. Okay. Jimmy Hill's Chinball Emporium. That's really sexy. Um, chin, chins, chins are pretty sexy. What does he do? I don't know. I looked on Reddit and that came up. And right. there's a whole chin thing and people are into chins. It doesn't yeah. seem immediately sexy. Well, they look like bums. Does he have a dimpled chin? Is it like a yeah. bum? Does he have a bum chin? I think it might be a chin cleavage thing. I didn't really want to look too hard. Yeah. Or... So that, I mean, it looks like a bum or boobs. If you put mm. a little dress on his chin, it could look like cleavage, yeah. Okay, this is shaping up to be a really, quite a sexy red light district. I've got a few more. Shall I rattle yeah, through these? Yeah, rattle through. Okay, David Seaman's Jizz Band. Yeah, in. Uh, Stefan Kuntz's Hair Emporium. Yeah, just for when you want to get a haircut in the red light district, yeah. Downstairs hair. Do you remember the Belgian winger, Anil Cock? Anil Cock. Anil, it was Anil. Either way. Uh, Dean Windass's uh, Machine. What's sexy about having a windy ass? Some people are into it. Well, cater for them. So what do you do in Dean Windass's Machine? You go sort of indoor skydiving. It's sort of his bumhole and you sort of leap off a platform towards the bumhole and it's blowing you back Uh and you've really got to want to get in there and um, have a look around. Okay. Ralph Minge. Right, Ralph Minge, yep. Uh, Quim. He played for... He's a Portuguese goalkeeper, yeah. Yeah. Argelico Fox. Yeah. He played for Brazil. Uh-huh. Johan de, de Kock. Uh-huh. And the last one I've got is Wayne Wanklin. Right. I mean, what do they do? Are they just ambassadors? They're just there, hanging about, you know... Giving out condoms. They're sponsored by Durex. So Ralph Minge, Quim and Wayne Wanklin are just wandering around being sponsored by Durex. Yeah. Yeah, that... Well, thanks, Ryan. That's perfect. You've you found a, a good way to incorporate a football red light district that's sexy but also safe. Cool. Well done. Great work. I'm going to football land, to football land, to football land. I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's not built yet. Anthony, I'm really excited. For this meeting, we have special guest Tom Deacon. Tom Deacon is a British comedian, a radio DJ and a television presenter. He's hosted the Sunday Night Slot on BBC Radio 1. And since 2012, he's featured on the YouTube channel Copper 90, where he travels around Europe to watch and support multiple football games. The name he is given for this is the Eurofan. In real life, he's a devoted Southampton fan. Hello, Tom. Uh, gentlemen, hello. Hello, Tom. Welcome along. Welcome along. I appreciate those credentials from Mark. They were very apt of maybe, what, almost 10 years ago. So, yeah, yeah. V- very yeah. enjoyable. So let's get the legals out of the way and then we'll hear your idea. Uh, you, Tom Deacon, are willing to give over your ride idea to Anthony and Mark and Ryan and everyone at Football Land for perpetuity and to prove that this is happening for real. You are swearing on a copy of Shoot magazine from the year 2000. Uh, just to prove that it's in front of you, who is on the front cover, please? Uh, it's Matthew Letitia. <laughs> On the cover of Shoot Magazine was Matthew Letitia. Let's hear your ride idea. Yep. Okay, gentlemen, um, I've been to a fair few theme parks, a few rides, um, and I've always felt when I've got off that ride that I've been hit emotionally, the adrenaline's still running, but 
I want to create a ride or uh, an attraction where people are left with a lingering anxiety for a lot longer. Mm. Uh, and that is the England National Horror House. Um, and what that is, is it's essentially the classic ghost um, train idea, but in a house uh, where people go through the journey of the England football team and all of the many disappointments. And they're left with a feeling of shame, resentment, anger. Um, so they really it's really for the adrenaline junkie. That is a wonderful idea. So so you said horror house, but you, you said train as well. Just to picture it, is it a, a big house with a train in? Yes, it's got that. And there's also a slide at the end. You work your way through the house. And when you get to the top at the back area, uh, there's a kind of balcony with a slide, which slides you down into a, well, a kind of container of, of Gaza's tears. Um, but don't worry if, if you're thinking, well, we, with health and safety, we give them an England poncho yeah. uh, at the beginning of the the, the ride, uh, as it were, uh, through the house. Um, and that is England on the front. So you really feel the shame and disappointment, even if you're not an England fan. I was just trying to think about the moments of shame that we could really bring into this house. Mark, you've got a couple of shameful moments that you remember from being an England fan. I, I wonder if it's within living memory or whether you want to go right back to like the, the the first shameful episode to my mind is is losing to the USA team in the 1950 World Cup mm. uh, where we didn't get out of the group stage do, do do you want to go that far back or is it more recent uh, because frankly if if this is a, a horror house for the England national team it, it it may have to be a massive house because there's a lot of disappointment and shame that we could wallow in. Um, how comprehensive do you see this being? I think we we take it back to 1950. Um, yeah. I want moments of real kind of the best scary rides you go on are the ones where you're not expecting it. So I want these people, first of all, to put on their England poncho and get that sort of excitement. Oh, it's the three lions. This is exciting. What a great day out. I've been on some of the other amazing rides um, at this theme park um, in football land. Um, so now let's let's go on this journey. And I want that element of surprise. So I want to yeah. see the, the manager, Walter Winterbottom, um, mm. and, and think, oh, he's got us to a several World Cups as the England manager. You know, that's the home of football. What? They lost to the USA. And then, uh, then the shame comes on board. They lost to people who were postmen, fuel yeah. Um, yeah. directors. Yeah. So, so there's a real sense of that it was a big shock and I want it to hit them. And you mm. feel this is a this is a this is a ride slash walk through horror house where you really feel. So we have to go way back there. Then there's a little bit of optimism in the 1966 World Cup. But then there's an element of like, well, that goal was it didn't even cross the line, Jeff. Mm. You know, do you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so then there's those moments of of like, actually, it's okay to be an England fan. And then, bam, you get West Germany knocked out on penalties. That would have been our first final since 1966. Then the Gaza tears. It's just, it's yeah. all in that journey. It's like up and down emotions all over the shop. What I like about starting in the 1950s as well, the first thing they get confronted by is a room full of uh, American mailmen laughing at them. Mm. If that's the first thing, then they're going to want to leave. What if we put a revolving door that is part of the horror in that they just can't leave? They just keep, they either keep going round and round or they regretfully embark upon other rooms in the house because 
once you're in, you can't you can't bail out. I, I like that as an idea. And hey, you know, I've come with this idea. I feel passionately about it. I'm open to these extra suggestions, which I know you gentlemen appreciate. And, and I like the idea that those American postmen are sort of saying, you didn't deliver. You know, there's little yeah. real, yeah. you know what I mean? That's little good. little things that good. hurt. Yeah. And, and also, yeah. don't forget that some of these rooms can be completely em- empty, like failing to qualify for the World Cup in 74, 78, 1994. Um, the Euros, of course, in 2008. Uh, it's just an empty room, but an oppressive empty room. But each wall can have a like a soundbar on it where you're hearing from elsewhere people are having a good time. Yeah, that, that compounds the misery more. Mm. And, and like you say, that 2008 period with Steve McLaren, the Wally with a brolly, that moment, it, I, I, I kind of envisage it just starts raining uh, yeah. within that room on top of them. So you're, you're compounded by the, the real misery there. And, you know, that Croatia, the bubble, uh, you know, thing, moments like that with Paul Robinson. And you see that, you get flashes, images on the wall of those moments, of the goals that got let in that shouldn't have. How was that? How did that go in? So I want them to feel angry at points in this in this um, travel around the experience. San Marino, of course, they scored that early goal against us in 1994. Their bus driver, um, no, it was the goalkeeper was the bus driver. Some, some randomer. Or was it an own goal? But anyway, we conceded early against San Marino when we needed to absolutely thump them. I think it's still the fastest ever international goal, isn't it, in in football history? Something like that. But I'd like to have a room where you're only in there for the amount of time that that goal took to be scored. You can't stay in there any longer. It's impossible to stay in there longer. Maybe it's like electromagnetic sort of forces pushing you back. But you have to stay in there for the exact time it took to score that goal. It's coming home. It's coming home. And it's going to eat you. Why don't we just have a soundscape of the England brass band playing constantly constant parping from the England brass band who are at one point sponsored by Pucker Pies then playing the Great Escape uh, Dam Busters the, the national anthem and then Come On England which is just a trumpeter going Come On England Come On England for the whole time you're in there until yeah. the noise is just it's in your soul yeah and can it possibly be an octave you know the wrong notes the, mm. the hitting bum notes every now and again um, yeah so you 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 want you you most again it just reinforces that you want England to do well you want them to win and at the same time you're willing on the, the brass band to play the right notes and it just doesn't happen yeah 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 I'd like to go into one room and just have a load of hooligans throwing plastic furniture at me can we have that Tom Oh, I'd love that uh, because if you've ever experienced being an England fan uh, abroad, I went to Brazil uh, and I watched, uh, well, England had already been eliminated out of the competition. They were playing Costa Rica and it finished nil-nil. And there uh, at the Atletico Mineiro ground, you had all these England fans throwing their drinks at the Brazilian fans and then the whole stadium screaming, eliminado, 
eliminado, you're eliminated. And the yeah. embarrassment of England fans still thinking they're the bee's knees. And I, I, that would be a great idea, actually. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. It, just just the rowdiness of England fans um, singing terrible songs, which we've held on for, for years, and we've got nothing to back that up with. Um, I think, yeah, because that's going to not only be intimidating, a little bit scary, a little bit on the edge. Um, it's going to bring it home that that much more. And also, let's not forget um, a soundtrack as well from that Norwegian commentator who said, oh. your boys took one hell of a beating. Um, just was, him. Yeah. We could get him. I'm sure we could get him. He may be yeah. dead. But, you know, if if he's dead, then for well, goodness sake, let's get his son. Get his son yeah. or his daughter. But if he's dead, he's on message because it's a haunted house. He's supposed to be dead. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> I mean, fear of clowns is a, is a very real thing. Maybe we could get the 1974 Polish goalkeeper. Brian Clough famously described him as a clown with gloves, which was enough to goad him into the most amazing goalkeeping performance, held us to a nil-nil draw, and we didn't go to the World Cup. Well, yeah, I'm excited by Polish clowns, yeah. Polish clowns are, are probably the, the best. Um, if we can mm. get that, that 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 would be brilliant. Graham Taylor, do I not like that? That can yeah. be just repeated. Do I not like that? And I like the yeah. Norwegian commentator shouting out Lord Nelson, Sir Winston mm. Churchill, Clement Attlee, Henry Cooper, Lady Diana, Maggie Thatcher. Can you hear me? Your boys took a beating. And that just, that 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 can actually be, if there's some way that that could be stamped on uh, everybody on the hand uh, in a kind of light ink that won't come off for at least a couple of days, that would be quite nice as well as a, as a, as a personal touch. Sam Allardyce's pint of wine deserves a part of it. Can it come through the sprinkler system? You know, this cheap South African white wine just pouring through the sprinklers after a fire somewhere. A boring fire, though, because that game he managed was very boring. I like it. I like it a lot Mm. because... Actually, if, if Sam Allardyce is that one England manager that's got a hundred percent record, I don't think any other manager has that. So no. that that even even more it does that compound a, a feeling of remorse uh, and the wine. It, uh, that's not even going to soak up the uh, the shame, is it? No, no. You know, traveling around this this uh, haunted house and and the 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 shame of being a an England Three Lions fan. Uh, it's just captivated by Harry Kane, maybe in one room, going up to take a corner when he's yeah. one of our biggest players uh, yeah. against in, against Roy Roy Hodgson, uh, Euro uh, sixteen. Um, mm. Just going up and and just and if you do not respond uh, with a shouting of no, why? You can't move on into the next room. Well, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the overall design of the house and, you know, going down generic cliched routes of is it a prison? Is it an asylum? Is it a haunted stadium? But actually, when you were talking about the Roy Hodgson years, I just thought, no, we build this as a brick by brick replica of Roy Hodgson's house. Yeah. That is horrific enough. Yeah. I I can't think of a more haunting place to wander around as an England fan but also a house is where you watch most of your games unless you're in the pub I've never actually enjoyed watching any game down the pub because uh, you kind of forget the game straight after you've watched it but when you're in your own home yeah yeah, when you're in your own home watching it kind of makes it even worse because you're just struck by the fact that after this game finishes and we get knocked out on penalties you've got to go and load the dishwasher and you just think, God, yeah. bloody hell, that's even worse, isn't it? When we lost to Croatia in the semi-final, I had to, to go and do a litter tray of a cat. The cat had been sick and it had, had diarrhoea in the litter tray. And not only had we just been knocked out in, in a depressing 
one-sided game really which happened to go to extra time i've no idea how it even went to extra time i then had to to perform the most menial task in existence and that's part of the horror too i think as a fan in a way all england fans had to go and deal with catsick after that game that's right that's right I'm so impressed by how much thought you've put into each room. Um, I, w- I was wondering if you could um, have a bedroom of sex scandals. No. Okay. When it becomes sexualized, th- there's more shame. We'd have to start talking about Sven Joran Eriksson, and I don't feel comfortable with that. For sure. But, you know, he bounced around on some, you know, some lovely humans. If you're going to keep with the bedroom theme... Uh, a great story is of Kieran Dyer playing uh, international football yeah. and uh, just throwing his shoes at the wall. Uh, mm. And that could be just summarises England fans, the players, what yeah. a, a purgatory is like. You're just throwing your shoe against the wall and it doesn't even bounce back. And then you have to go and pick it up and then throw it again. And, and maybe an actor could be in that room and people don't know quite how to respond when they go in. You know, that, that if you want to think bedroom stuff. What if the conceit is when Wayne Rooney was banging grannies, uh, one of the grannies got pregnant, so there is a tiny Wayne Rooney granny, mm. like something out of the Chucky movies. Yeah. I mean, that, that would scare, that would be enough to give anyone nightmares, a tiny baby Rooney granny. Ooh, that is, horrific. That is, that is horrific. And uh, Wayne Rooney uh, famously said it's nice to, to hear your own uh, fans booing you. Uh, and that, that yes. could be the, the tagline f- for that moment when maybe the old granny turns around and then she says, it's nice to hear your own fans booing booing you. Yeah, That's as right. the head rotates 360 degrees. Mm. Okay. Well, Mark, uh, let's go to a vote. All in favour of Tom Deacon's England House of Horror, say aye. Three, two, one, aye. Aye congratulations tom well you done. must be over the moon this is this is brilliant thank you thank you i, I won't let you down i want to work on it a bit more and 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 um, get you the blueprints for it sure thank you so much and that will be doing mark's job for him so he'll be he'll be happy too yeah yeah even better great thank you so much okay i could set up a google document if you want mark and then we can back and forth uh you can use red and i use black and then we just add it add in if you want um not very good with technology if you could just write to me and i'll write back is sure right sure definitely I'm a little wizard dap old granny Who looks like Rooney I'm two years old I don't think it's very nice when you boo your own team I don't think it's very nice at all Eliminado Well that was a lovely meeting Um, I can't help but think we need to get cracking on that Alan Hansen's Lost Childhood Youth Tournament We need to find the scouts first and foremost And and also, Ryan, can you get on with the pamphlet explaining purgatory to the waiting guests for the Luis Suarez Pac-Man And you need to find 32 men who are good at football who are the size of a child Okay. Right. And an advert for identical twins for the Pac-Man wraparound maze. In video or in paper? Let's do audio. Oh. Twins like listening to music. Pamphlet, video, audio, paper. Okay. Great. Thank All you. Right. All right. All right. Very good. Meeting adjourned. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.